like this before Looking like you lost a friend But I'm right here And you've got something hurting you Don't you?
Good morning, and welcome to Michael Nesco's Renegade Rock here on the Rogue Radio Podcast Network, bringing all the great music and interviews to you every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this month we have a great interview, the first record I ever played on, one of my favorite musicians, Mr. Doug Clausen. Welcome to Renegade Rock, Doug. Hey, thanks, Michael. Man, I can't believe it. Has, has it been that long since you recorded uh, Captivated Heart and we uh, touched bases for the first time? <laughs> yeah, time really, really rolls. And um, What was amazing. that, 85? Oh, it was, uh, I think, around 1982, 83. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, time really flies. And, now, and you've been really active doing a lot in music, which is awesome. Yeah, but we're here to talk about you, so... <laughs> oh, thank you, man. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Russian Hill's gone, that's sad. Yeah, that was an amazing studio. I really loved being in that place. That I was know. really something. What a great atmosphere for us to, to learn our craft and do our thing, you know? Yep. And, and Mr. Ed Bogus, did you ever meet Ed? Yeah, I, I did meet Ed. He... Uh, I needed some string arrangements for that first album. Oh, and great! He met with me and helped me help me uh, work out a few string arrangements, and actually sort of encouraged me to write my own as well. He said, oh, "You can do this because right now you're telling me what you want to do and what you'd like to work through." So he actually sort of encouraged me to. Ed was good to at begin that, to wasn't write he? Some of my own stuff. Yeah, he was a good teacher. He really and was. I actually actually did write the arrangement for uh for the strings on one of the songs three of the three of three of the songs on that first album were uh written by ed bogus he wrote the, the parts so doug who who i mean you're a great singer songwriter i could ask you questions who inspired you on guitar uh what is that and who was your vocal inspiration i think my influences have been all over the place um Early on, I really wish that I could have sung like uh, Neil Diamond. You know, I wanted that kind of a voice. Wow. And and uh, so that that's what sort of what the thought process was, was. But I was influenced like by like everyone else. I was influenced by the Beatles. Uh, really early on, my brother brought home a Moody Blues album, which was just a real mind bender on the first album. They take such a twist away from a lot of the popular music that was on radios. And... Um, and then very early Bee Gees, you know, I, I've always been a sap for uh, ballads. And, uh, but more recently, I've been trying to work on and think about um, um, songs that reflect on things that are sort of a little more naive. Like one of my new songs is, is uh, called Please Walk Me Home. So the concept is, I don't know if you remember in, in the old days, we used to get around on our bikes and we used to walk to work and we used to do all these, I mean, walk to school and, and we do all these things that were just uh, necessary at the time. And unheard was, of now. <laughs> and unheard of now, right? And uh, But that meant your early romances were like that too. And so uh, a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now is uh, sort of a combination of reminiscing about uh, a lot of those times as well as still reflecting on some of the, the blues in the 80s and 90s. And, and uh, I meant to say the songs in the 80s and 90s. You're a great storyteller, Doug. I mean, everything you sing is very believable. I mean, not not all singers have that gift, too, I, I have to tell you. Oh, thank you. Um, well, 
when I was in school, and we're talking about early 80s now, close to the time I met you, I started playing at a place called the Wine Cellar. When you were in uh, a school for in college? Yeah, yeah, when I was in college. And that place was uh, chock full of music all the time. Where was this everyone at? in there. Down at Ghirardelli Square. Oh, yes, right. I remember that place. And, and Yeah, and it was downstairs, and you sort of had to get in through the sure. sort of side entrance or something. And um, that place was always packed with music. And a lot of the people in there were sort of holdovers from when the, uh, when the folk music tradition was right, more, right. Uh, vibra- vibrant in, in, in San Francisco. And that place had even opened as overflow for the hungry eye. Did you ever so play the, the did, there, did you ever play the John Barleycorn? No, uh uh-uh. That was an acoustic uh 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 pub in San Francisco. Oh, okay. I didn't mean Excellent. to interrupt you. I just I have to say oh, things okay. or I forget them. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry I hadn't played that one, but um it sort of got me interested in uh, in songs that had stories. And um and, and and got beyond even though some of the things I'm writing recently are a little bit more on the romantic end. I was getting interested more and more in in, in songs that told other stories, right. and uh, began to get introduced to um, uh, some of the folk greats like Stan Rogers from Canada, and um, and uh, and the like. And and I also met Skip Henderson there. Uh, I, I don't know if you probably ever met Skip, but um, no, but I know who he is. Okay. Okay. So he he was kind enough to, to sit in with us as a threesome and do harmonies and play bass, and then years later, he he uh, came out with a great album. Disney picked it up and put it in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Wow! And I was literally sitting in the theater. I'd lost track of him at some that's, point. That's and some I'm big bucks the right theater. there, boy. That's some big yeah. bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, what, that's what was funny was, so I see his name come up on the screen at the end of the movie in big print. And you it go, says, what? Yeah, thanks to uh, Skip Henderson for two horn pipes. And I turned to my wife and I said, did you see that? And she said, oh, he's got to be dead by now. And he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't. And, uh, and I got a hold of him and found out he was performing in, in the San Francisco Bay Area. And he let me join his group. And I played with his folk group for... Uh, 12, 14 years. Wow. And so that was that sort of helped me to sort of uh, uh, get more embedded in the, that folk tradition. And, so and where were you really, born? That was where, really fun. Where were you born, Doug? I was born in Berkeley, California. Berserkly. And then to my great benefit, yeah, Berserkly. And then to my great benefit, we moved to uh, Napa when I was about five. And uh, so I remember the Bay Area and the... And Near woods and all these wonderful places from when I was a small child. And when I, when I, when I was about nine, we moved to, to Riverside, California. Um, so it's a little a little less culturally diverse. Yes. Um, but a great place to grow up <laughs> if you were a kid. You know, sure. you could get on your bike, back you could get then, on your bike and then. ride forever. Yeah. You could, you could ride all over town and it was pretty much safe, you know, in those days. Um, but musically, it wasn't until I came back to the area that things began to sort of... Uh, get involved in playing music again and being involved. Um, not that I didn't listen to and enjoy music when I was young, because like I said, I did. I, I had lots of good influences. Um, 
But what I what I was thinking about today is I have a tendency to find to hear something on the radio like all the rest of us do, and then uh, sort of dig into that artist a little bit. So sometimes I spend time looking through old record shops and going back to see what else they did and what it sounded like because so much really good music never makes the radio. Yeah, that, that's that's why we're here. That's why we're here, exactly. So. I'm, you know, it's one of my favorite things to do, and then I find some what I think are real gems to try to pull out. And so, uh, on, on my next album, there will be some some things that I I consider real classics, by guys like Stan Rogers, uh, and some others that um, uh, even that Stan picked up on some other people that he that he picked up on they wrote for him. Were you into uh, contemporary like, uh, guys? Like Were you into contemporary guys like John Denver or Jim Croce or James Taylor or anybody like that? I was, yeah, I was very much. Uh, were you? Were you into? Because I was, I, you know. Yes, I, even though I was a rocker and I loved, you know, right? the, the Beatles and the and Cream and Hendrix and all that, I totally dug like Seals and Crofts and. Uh, and James Taylor, Fire and Ra- Fire and Rain, I, I loved yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, really good. Yeah, those were those were classics. Those are classics. And I, you know, I um, play with a couple different music groups at this time, and one of them is is uh, just pulls music from everywhere. And James Taylor shows up. You know, Don, John Denver shows up. And so it's really fun, sort of, to go back and play some of those things and enjoy them because they were inspiring, inspiring at the time. John Denver was a very emotionally positive guy, and so I, I loved loved uh, just about everything he did. Um, and so, yeah, and growing up in Southern California too, you sort of, until FM came along, you sort of were influenced by just what was on pop radio. Um, and so that was sort of where everything started for me. It wasn't until my brother brought home Moody Blues that I went off the deep end. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> you a start good, getting into great getting band. Into other, yeah, yeah, I still enjoy them. And I got to, got to see them live twice, and uh, they were they were really fun to watch. What was really funny was one time I saw them live in San Diego when I was in the service, and uh, I was waiting for them to come on, and. There was a guy playing piano down there as, as the opening act, and nobody was listening to this guy. And um, Elton John, right? No, it was a guy named Jimmy Spheris, who was a, who was very. Uh, I think he was much more popular on the East Coast, but an amazing performer. And here he was. I don't realize who he was. And I went down and got as close as I could, and got to hear this wonderful opener. And half the people weren't listening to him, and he actually sang a song about that. <laughs> but he's he's always been a big influence on me too. Jimmy Spiros was a great vocalist and wrote some very interesting songs. What is your songwriting? Are you a lyric guy first, or do you write the music and then the lyrics? That's been an interesting um, challenge for me to sort through. I think for the most part, um, the the better songs I write, I find when I'm influenced by uh, music that I'm coming, that I'm playing very, very hard on the guitar, I'm learning something new, I'm trying something new, I'm playing with a whole different tuning, and I come up with a sound that catches my ear. And I play that for a while, and then I'll begin to work in uh, the lyrics. Sometimes, 
I have a topic in mind and I want to write on that topic. And so clearly that drives the process. But if I have music that I came with up, came up with first, or the song was driven by music that I found interesting, it helps me so much to write music and to move forward with what I'm writing because it's driven out of the inspiration of the new musical piece that I've written. And so, yeah, that I very much enjoy is to uh, just sit and play for hours and try to uh, come up with something that catches my ear and interests me. And there are so many different ways to play the same chords. No kidding. That if you just, right, that if you just experiment a little bit with that process and try different things and different arrangements with the same chords, it really gets to be fun to try to come up with something that um, just feels right. And uh, on uh, the song that I uh, wrote recently called Please Walk Me Home, it, the chords are not complicated. The chords are fairly simple. The arrangement is fairly simple. But playing in a variety of locations on the neck makes it a, a real musical hook out of it. And so for me, that was sort of the, the jump-off point for the song. And after that, I was inspired by a relationship I had when I was 13 or 14 years old. And, you know, um, it, it's just, for me, it sort of points back to how it's, how much fun it was when we were too young to know better. Yes. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, I was, uh, the song opens with... Um, you know, it, it, it was uh, it was summer, and we had summer school. Now, none of us kids wanted to be in summer school, right? Uh, I but, did one year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so listen, we're talking to Doug Clausen here on Michael Nesco's Renegade Rock, and we're going to take a little break and play one of Doug's tunes, and we'll be right back with Doug Clausen. Page paper, morning coffee, catch the news. I got early morning, hate to rush out blues. All day dreaming, coming home to you. Cause I've got a nickel, you've got one, two, and that's a dime. Ring on your finger just shines brighter every time. Put your sweet lips right up next to mine as we go into the night. Into the night without a worry Into the night I'll hold you Close to me Were you taking chances When you came with me Life is like that sometimes Lady, there's no guarantee But the way I'm needing you I hope you're needing me As we go Into the night Into the night without a worry Into the night I'll hold you Close to me as we go into the night, into the night without a worry, into the night I hold you close to me. Sun going down. Sea birds skimming the sea waves makes a lonely call. We'll have moonbeams 
Welcome back to Renegade Rock. We're back here with Doug Clausen. Doug, I, I have to tell you, I love your voice and I love your music. Let's hear the story about hurting you. The song I played with uh, on you on uh, Captivated Heart, which is such a great record. What was the inspiration for hurting you? I had a, a really good friend um, um, that sang with me at the wine cellar. And uh, in Ghirardelli Square, in uh, Ghirardelli Square, and uh, you know, things happen in life. I think she'd gone through some hard times, went through a divorce, and um, and that was sort of the inspiration for it was to say, um, you know, don't don't give up, don't stop, keep pushing, because something good is coming your way. That was my hope was to. Uh, to, to bring that message to, to her and, and, and my other friends, just to say... That's um, a beautiful song. Yeah, you know, you've got a dream. Keep working on it. Keep moving forward. And thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love the, the intro. It's just beautiful. Who's playing the bass on there, too? That's really... You know, I'll have to go back and dig that out. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't remember I, anymore. I know Jeff Clement. Jeff was the engineer, right? Jeff Clement. Jeff, Jeff Clement was the engineer. He was a, such a great guy. He was. I met, I met him when he was still in recording uh, school over at San Francisco State. He helped and, me track uh, you down. He helped me track you down. Uh, he did. Yes. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. He's in Chicago. He's in Chicago. Yeah, he teaches, and he te- I think he teaches recording in Chicago at, at, at least one school. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think through that. Anyway, for that the bass card, I forget anymore who played the bass card, but I'll have to, I'll have to dig that out and look that up. But um, the, the nice thing about knowing Jeff and then getting to meet you at, at um, Russian Hill Recording was that it begins to build. And when you're working on a song and you're trying to record something and you have people around you that uh, know how to sort of bring it together for you and listen carefully to what you need, you begin to um, meet other people like you that work in the studio that were very capable. I mean, you were literally the best guitarist I'd ever heard at that point. Is that wow. I knew personally you mustn't have heard too many guitar players. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I know you. Thank you, you for I that compliment, to, I got though. to meet you, and, and you, but you killed it. And it was like you came in, you, you did an amazing job. And... Um, so I was very lucky to, to have you to, to uh, make my music better at the time. And, and, I, and I feel like that for me is almost the most uh, enjoyable part of making a record besides having something to pass along and share later. I which, agree. By the way, I feel it's like it's a great calling card. I really like having albums and I, because you, you, sometimes you, you can't always play and you're traveling. And you're able to share something that you worked on that you want to share with people. Exactly. And I, I love having recordings. I love having uh, what I've done and what they I've They last on. forever. They do. During that period, 
as I met people and, and it just influenced what I wrote. It influenced how it uh, got performed in the future. And so it's, it's one of my favorite things is collaborating during the recording process because it just sort of guides you along a pathway that uh, opens you up a little bit. It's exciting. Uh, it's of, exciting. It is. It is. And so I, I thank you for being part of that process. And uh, It was an eye-opener um, for me. I mean, even though I was recording at Russian Hill for the, my quick stuff, that was the first real record I ever played on. And I'll, I'll always remember you and never forget that, my friend. Yeah, the same. Thank you. And Jeff, I mean, you know, how, you can remember what it's like to be working at the studio in the studio with him. Yes. And and uh, you know his his smile and his sense of humor and his patience and and uh, what a great guy and what a great influence. Plus, on, he was uh, a pro. He, he knew his craft very well. Absolutely did. And in those days, we're all recording on tape. And it was, you know... That wasn't cheap know how, either, man. <laughs> no, no, every, every time you bought a roll... How was, many uh, reels did you use for a Captivated Heart? 20? Oh, uh, you know, I don't, I don't remember, but I have them all still. I, mean, I do, too. I do, too, of course. <laughs> I can literally open the closet right now and look at, you know, the, wow. the, the dozen or half a dozen tapes that are sitting there that I with, never yeah, used again. Yeah, and to find somebody <laughs> with a two-inch machine to put them on, you know? Yeah, and then you got then you got to bake it. Right, bake it and, and get all the moisture. And quick before it disappears, you know? So, yeah. It's, crazy it's, stuff, crazy. It's crazy stuff. So... That said, I mean, I'm glad that we experienced that, but I am happier in the digital world these days just because I don't have to worry about it disintegrating over time. So you're working um, on new stuff, right, Doug? For Tell our audience what's going on with Doug Clawson now. I'm working on my third album. Um, it's a combination of things I've written. Um, some light rock, some folk, some a little heavier rock. Um, but again, it's my... Uh, bent to tell stories and so uh, I pulled together a collection of songs that uh, I think does that um, nice I'd like to so help of, I'd like to collaborate and, and offer a, a solo or something send, send me something yeah we'll do we'll do glad to, glad to have you uh, uh, participate in that and uh, some of the some of them are covers, but uh, a fair number of them are new originals, and uh, um, you know, just reflect living or reflect things that I want to write about. Uh, but but on your covers, you do them your way, and you put your own stamp on them, right? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, you don't cover them note yeah. for note, kind of thing. Generally, I find that I can't anyway, so I might as well do them your own go way. Off it. Do it my own way a little bit. Um, so, you know, maybe That's the great. original had a harmonica. I don't play harmonica, so what am I going to do to change that up and and make that um, exactly make that exactly more conducive to how I sound and how I feel and what I want to uh, to bring to the song. And and then sometimes you want to change it up too. Maybe the original artist saying it sort of timidly and and you want to you know just sort of shout it out <laughs> always so, always you know so so things so so, so things can uh, uh, be different that way 
Uh, and then also, I have a, a run into um, and work with musicians that uh, bring a talent to the song that um, I definitely want to get down and bring in. Like I, there's and this they great love violinist. the song and that they like what yeah. you're doing. It, yeah, and uh, there's a there's a great violinist uh, named uh, Brian Terrio that I worked with in, in the in the folk group on the open waterfront that just killed some traps for me this time. He did such a wonderful job of uh, bringing his feeling to the Where to are you recording? Where are you recording at? It's a very little tiny hole in the wall. It's beautiful. Uh, that, that does great work. It's called uh, um, Art Spoke. Um, and it's in Berkeley. It's right across from Berkeley High School. Nice. It's a, it's, a, uh, it's, a very, it's a very small, intimate location. I'm excited. I can't wait to hear this now. Yeah, but my my engineer James Bo Black is uh, has a has a lot of great experience in the industry, uh, but he's just a wonderful guy, and he facilitates everything I'm working on, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's a far cry from <laughs> Russian Hills, where there's there are three rooms and they're right uh, movable boards on the walls. <laughs> um, he, he he helps me produce great music, and I'm really thankful that I uh, found him. Uh, actually, I found him through a friend who was recording their album, and then I, I and played some bass parts for that album, and it introduced me to the studio and to James. But he does a great job, so I'm very happy to be working with him. So, Doug, tell us, uh, tell our, our listeners where they can find your your two records that are out now, and and then let us know. What's in store for Doug in the future? And then we're going to have to cut it off here. Sure, sure. Um, Amazon and Apple Music are uh, common places out there. If you want to listen to things, it's on uh, YouTube. Okay. Well, Doug, uh, thanks for the interview. And we want, want, want one last words of wisdom for anybody that wants to get started in the music business or be a, a musician. What do you have to say to them? Play with hearts. Don't mail it in. Do what you love, and the music will follow. Those are great words and good advice. Thank you for coming on Renegade Rock. Thank you for letting me play on my first record. Thank you for everything, Doug Clawson. Thank you for your beautiful voice and your beautiful songs. Thank you, Michael. Thanks so much. It's been great. Thanks for having me. We'll talk to you again. Take care. You. When life is love and love is all you're given When it's true, when will it be true? Will I see a new sunrise and will it stop the rain? When life is love and love is all you're given Is there pain? When it's true, I'll keep trying When it's true, I'll see it in your eyes When it's true, when it's true when your love is true I need loving and you need loving Yes, we all need love to live But you can't get it standing there crying Cause you get just what you give You get just what you give And you gave all your 
But that's no reason to stop now No, you've got so much more to give To your new love like I do Cause all my life I've been looking for that woman And I think I found you here Got a southeast wind blowing over my shoulder And the reefs I'm gonna clear The reefs I'm gonna clear When it's true When your love is true When it's true I need loving and you need love And yes, we all need love to live But you can't get it standing there crying Cause you get just what you give You get just what you give And you gave all your heart before But that's no reason to stop now No, you've got so much more to give To your new love like I do Cause all my life I've been looking for that woman And I think I found you here Got a southeast wind blowing over my shoulder And the reefs I'm gonna clear 